everyone, and welcome to our 15th show. Is that correct? That is correct. Perfect. Today, we are coming to you from Moriarty's on McLean Avenue in Yonkers, talking to our friend Pete about many, many interesting topics. But first, beer. Your name is Dana, and I'm Jim. <laughs> All right, I forgot that. <laughs> they know by now. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, yes, we are here at Moriarty's Bar and Restaurant on McLean Avenue in the heart of Yonkers. And today's beer is coming to you from Founders Brewing Company, which is located in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It was founded in, Founders was founded in 1997. Uh, in 2007, they moved to a larger location because they got so popular. And they recently opened their second location in Motown in Detroit, Michigan. The, their Session IPA comes in at 4.7 ABV. Uh, its bitterness units come in at 42 it is available year-round at their tap room, through your local beer distributors, and more importantly, it is currently on tap right here at Moriarty's on McLean Avenue, uh, where you can get it when, Pete? When are you guys, what are your operating hours here at the bar? 10 a.m. to 4 a.m. There you go. That's a long-ass day. That is a long-ass day. Wait, that's seven days a week? <laughs> seven days a week. Shit. Well, welcome you to know. the show, Pete. Happy to have you. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's taste this beer. Cheers, guys. Goes great with my coffee. <laughs> and the hash browns I just had. <laughs> and the whiskey I put in the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I don't like uh, session IPAs just because, I don't know. Normally they don't taste like a true IPA. Normally they taste like watered down. But this tastes like a 6%. It tastes. It has like, body to it. Yes, it has yeah. body to it. It's not weak. So if you're going to have a session, I would suggest having this. It's, it's pretty good. I get a lot of the Amarillo. I get a lot of like the piney. Definitely piney. After notes. Uh, from it, and Pete, you were saying before before we even started the show. What do you? How do you feel about this beer? Um, what I like about it is that, I'm, in general, I'm not a big IPA fan. Yeah. For no other reason than you know, growing up in Ireland, we didn't have access to it, and now it's more of a millennial thing, and it's more of a, <laughs> you know, whatever word I you want to use. Um, it's not as hoppy as other IPAs. Um, it is something that it's perfectly named in a session if you were going on a session. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's something that you could drink all day. I've witnessed it. I've seen it done. I've <laughs> um, not partook, but I have seen it done. Um, and, it, you know, and coming from a business perspective, too, what I find is anyone eating burgers, red meat, steaks, yeah. it, it complements it a lot better than other IPAs. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So you were saying growing up in Ireland, where are you from in Ireland? <clears throat> I'm from Limerick. And what would be like the, other than Guinness, what would be like the typical beer people would drink? Um, at the time I was growing up, um, you know, Carling Black Label would have been a very popular one because you did have... I've heard of that. Uh, before people emigrated to America, a yeah. lot of people went to London. Okay. Carling was a very popular drink in London. Okay. So when people started to come back to Ireland, um, they kind of brought their habits with them. Yeah. So Carling kind of got, got I guess, reintroduced into the Is that the Irish still market. around? Yeah. Um, Still, still pretty popular. Like, if you went home, would you be on <clears throat> draft somewhere? I'd imagine you go to any any town, any bar, you'd be able to get Carling via can oh. or draft. What is it like a pale ale or it's a, a lager. lager? It's a okay. lager. It's very, it's crisp. It's it's um, it's hard to explain. There really is nothing I found in America to compare to it. Okay. Um, but it's it's an interesting, it's an interesting beer. It's nice. Had you heard of that? We heard they're brewing their own IPA over there right now. Yeah. Um, there is a McGargle's IPA okay. that I have come across. 
that actually did serve here once or twice uh, come St. Patrick's around those times and it went well um, I was told it was brewed in Ireland uh, <laughs> I didn't uh, I didn't go into the fine print and then check so oh, somebody could be pulling wool over your eyes well to be brewed in the Bronx could be brewed in the Bronx but you know what that's fine I'm okay with that so how long have you been here from Limerick I am in this country 15 years wow what made you want to come did you have friends that were here family um, I came over here to play a game of rugby. Oh! And just instantly liked it and decided... Oh, I didn't know that! Yeah. And more or less decided then on the very first day I landed was, well, this is a better crack, so... Yeah. I'll stay around here for a while. I did the, uh, you know, thing. I gave myself the three months to see yep. if I liked it. And yep. um, met some really good people, like yourselves. And... Um, Perfect. Still here, 15 years later. Did you ever live anywhere other than New York? You came to New York to stay here. You didn't travel anywhere else to... Just New York. Yeah. 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 I mean, I have traveled a bit around the right. States, but not... You didn't they, live anywhere. I've always... Um, New York's always been my base. Always so, will be my base. Nice. So I met you... What was the name of the bar? The Coachman's Inn. The Coachman's. In Bronx. Where else have you worked in Woodlawn? The Heritage. Okay. Um, the Coachman's, and then here. I've been here seven years. Okay. When you came here, was Moriarty's Moriarty's, or was it... I know it was like Costello's, it was Fitzy's. What's the order of what, what it was? When I came here, it was Moriarty's. Okay. Um, the order, going back to when this first became a bar... Actually, where we are sitting right now used to be a nightclub. Oh! It was called a Rainbow Room. Back in... It was a band, a live band venue. Back, going like back. Like the <coughs> 60s, 70s? What were we talking about? Yeah, I couldn't put it... Was that the side it. entrance for this you used to come in the side, I believe. And Got it. The hardware store in front, and this here used to be. Oh, a these were two different things. These were different stores. Yeah. Oh this, wow. This what you're looking at here, I think, is the original of the Benjamin Moore across the street. Okay. As far as I know. Oh the wow. Original Palmer. Yeah. I believe Billy's grandfather. Okay. Had his original store here. That's wow. That's, that's what I've been. That's what I've been led to believe. Yeah. You know I mean, Billy. Now, if you're talking to him on the street, he might be able to confirm that. But that's what I've been told. This here was a live music venue called the Rainbow Room. Then when this building was purchased by Dennis Costello, um, early 90s, yeah, uh, the first bar here would have been Otter Daly's. Right, I remember yeah. hearing that. Yeah. Then it went from Otter Daly's, it became Fitzy's. Yes. Then it became Costello's briefly. Yes. And then it turned into Moriarty's in 2009. Wow. A year after we got married. Yeah. Yeah, when I first moved to the neighborhood, I think it was Fitzy's. Mm-hmm. That's when I got here. And it was Costello's for a hot second, mm. which was weird to me because we came in a few times with Costello's. <clears throat> I, after drinking other bars in the area, coming here for a nightcap, and all the lights were on. Yeah. And it was like, all right, it's like midnight. I don't want all yeah, the lights like, in my face. It's like Yankee Stadium. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and we would order a drink like something like, I don't know, like Kettle One and Soda. And they'd be like, we don't have Kettle One. Okay, well, Stole and Soda. We don't have Stole. What, what is going on here? <laughs> So yeah, that was very, very brief. <laughs> so when you're back home, do you go back home visit often? I, go, I try and get home twice a year. Okay. Nice. When you're, what's, what's your spot in Limerick that you kind of hang out or hang your hat at when you're Well, when my you're home, home. I, I come from a small town in the county, uh, Kilmallock. Okay. Um, a good, uh, I'm not going to say drinking culture because people might take that wrong, but there's a good yeah. social, good social atmosphere in the yeah. town. Um, it drops... It dropped pretty much after 
you know, the Celtic Tiger did his thing once that dropped, when people like me came here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was 16, 17 bars in the town and nightclub. Some of them have closed, some of them have turned into other things. Um, the nightclub has gone. Um, so there's probably maybe, uh, I'd have to go through it in my head, but maybe there's 10 bars left. But What is the Celtic Tiger? What, what were you Celtic Tiger was, was um, a boom that Ireland had, actually the whole of Europe had, where it's trade was good, everybody had money, everybody had two cars, everyone was buying next So it was an houses. economic boom. It was an economic boom, okay. but then the ass fell out of it. Yeah. And it kind of fell out of it where there was a lot of pressure put on people where, like someone like myself, that probably truly couldn't afford a second mortgage. Mm -hmm. But I was given it because we all have all the money in the world. Then that falls out of it, and boom! All of a sudden, they're taking houses. So they're fronting yeah. people way too much money. They were at the banks. time, and it, it kind of the backlash is coming now, yeah. or maybe not so now. The backlash has probably been passed. Um, as I said, I said we're not there, so you know I only see what I see in the news. Are things getting better economically? It's getting better economically. Um, you know, Ireland for a very small country, the people are extremely resilient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they will always bounce back. Uh, and even might let the town of Kilmallock, and I was trying to explain. Um, the first time my girlfriend came with me to Kamalok and I was trying to explain to her one time like the difference of the Kamalok I grew up in and the Kamalok that she was seeing. And her exact words to me were as well, I don't know what it was like when you grew up in it, she was, it was beautiful now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it must have been, you know, a fantastic place yeah. to grow up in. And it was. And like when I, I love going back there. Um, my, my parents, both my parents are still there, my brother and my sister. Well, my sister lives in the city, but my brother is still in, in, in the town. And... Um, my local pub that I would hang out there, Howard's, would be kind of my main uh, local. I would have grown up with um, Willie Howard's son and myself would have been very close growing yeah. up. So when I got to drinking age, or slightly before. I was going to say, what's drinking slightly, age in Ireland? Slightly, <laughs> slightly before. What are we um, saying? Like 15, 16? Um, legally 18. Okay. Um, so you're like 17 at this point in your yeah, buddy's you're, dad's you're pub. Probably, that's yeah. everywhere. That's everywhere. Yeah. You're, you're probably closer to 16. But um, you know what? I believe I had my first pint with my father. Okay. Oh, that's great. Um, so that's a nice memory. My father was, uh, he's a, a guard, police officer, retired now. Um, but my mother had a pub in the town as well that... Um, Your mom owned a pub? Yeah. That's awesome. What was that the name was, of it? Uh, the pub was called Glen House. Mm -hmm. um, it's a bookie office now. But, um, <laughs> Does she still own it? <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, she's... Um, she's Happy enough now, retired and and um, but she uh, they got rid of it. Like, I I wouldn't know the year. I was very young when it just yeah. became too much, and um, but that would be my first like my first kind of look into a, a bar. Yeah. And I swore when we got rid of the pub, I was like, I'm never going to own a bar. I'm never going to <laughs> do this. And then I come to New York. And I spent <laughs> fifteen years um, running bars. But um, so what's you know, your what is your favorite? part of your day-to-day -day of, of running this uh, establishment like what do, you, what do you where do you find the most joy really just meeting people okay you know what yeah. I mean every day is going to be something different like you know coming in on a Monday okay you might have a slow Monday or you're, you're looking at it saying all right today I'm going to get x y and z done every time I make a plan for a Monday whereas you know I'm going to clean this I'm going to do this I'm, going to, I'm wasting my time <laughs> because as soon as I open the door you know you have a couple of disciples come in and you might have Disciples, them for the day. I love it. <laughs> or you might have them for an hour, you know, but it makes your day. They're coming in yeah. to pray, right? Yeah, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, going to go see Father Fitzgerald over to Barnabas after me, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's, it's, as I said, 
it's just an interesting you meet very interesting people like if you think about it I met you guys through yeah through this business yeah through one way or the other you know right and um like the amount of friends i've made i mean we you know jay Gary, you know what i mean yeah. uh, people yeah. that like um that i met, met i would never have met right. other than being in this cycle right yeah. or in you know um so like that that alone is is worth coming to work every day Obviously, i feel like this neighborhood is very neighborhoody too like you walk places like from being in here, like you said, you make friends, but it's like you're part of the community as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a nice feeling. I really yeah, love I, this I neighborhood have, for that. I have people that would come into me. There's I won't use any names, but there's like there's one you particular can. there's one particular guy, because I, I know he listens. Oh. <laughs> and like you know, I hadn't seen him in, in maybe two weeks. So yeah. I just got in my mind one day, so I said, let me call him. You know, so I call him up and I say, yo, man, what's up? And he's like, oh, just feeling a bit down. I said, hey, come oh. in. You know what I mean? This and that. And he gave his reasons for yeah. it. And I was like, yeah, man, relax. Come in, have a drink. You know, yeah. Don't worry about it. That's and nice. I saw him a couple of days later. And you know what? When it was known around then, yeah. he called me to the end of the bar. And he's like, yo, thanks you know, yeah. for calling me. Thanks. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, you know, it's not a financial thing. It's, it's, it's uh, right. Right. making sure you're okay. You know? Yeah. Because I was used to seeing the guy every second day. And then when you don't see someone for two weeks. Yeah. And, you know, you just, it does play in your mind. Yeah. And, um. You know, as I said, that that's that's one of the things I love about this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, this neighborhood is very small at the same time. Whereas it can be gossipy, so like the, the negative s- of it. <laughs> we're sitting here doing a podcast now, but by the time this evening comes, it was Jim Dane and Pete were drinking at nine o'clock in the morning. Right, the before they even opened. And, right, um, you know what I mean. Right, right. But that's that's every small neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. That's that's you know. So you've been here for fifteen years. Fifteen years, yes. All in Woodlawn, correct? Um, yeah. How has the neighborhood changed through those 15 years, in your opinion? Because um, I know like it, it, summers it, it, used to be full of summers, like the kids. When you'd walk into a bar, let's go back 10 years. Yeah. You walk into a bar any given day, maybe closer to the 15 year mark, closer to when I first came, you'll see suitcases. Yes. And it isn't anybody leaving. Right. It's people coming. Right. Yeah. And you had that, that, all the bars at that time you know, you could rely on that. Yeah. Because everybody needs to find a local. Right. Everybody's going to look around. Right. Everybody's going to go to Moriarty's one day. They're going to go to, um, you know, yeah. some other bar that I don't want to publicize. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, um, but these people after, get off the plane. They come to an establishment like this with their bags and they wait for family members to come and collect them at the end of their well, work day. And you'll even find that some of them won't have family members. Yeah. They might just they're come, just coming to visit, right? Okay, I'm from Limerick, so they might be leaving Shannon Airport and they're, they're from a town in Limerick and yeah. some of them may know me. Yeah. I'll say, you know what, go to 986 McLean Avenue, go, go to Moriarty's, yeah. ask for Pete. If he's yeah. not there, they're getting caught. You know what I mean? And you come, and whether I know the person or whether I can remember who sent him or what, yeah. you're going to help him. Yeah. You know, we're that. also right beside the Irish Centre. Yes. Um, that people will, you know, obviously that's a good protocol <clears throat> for people coming. Yeah. Um, but over the, the, the 15 years, that has subsided. Um, you get now with the J1 program. Um, that's the visa, right? That's the visa for the college yeah. uh, coming out. Um, a lot of it, like Brooklyn gets a good hit now where it never got before because now uh, it's cool to be in Brooklyn yeah. whereas before oh, it was I like I didn't realize that you know even like um, areas that maybe 15 years ago were deemed you know oh you don't go there yeah dangerous all yeah. of a sudden now they're, they're, they're you know right. they they're, got they're, gentrified so yeah. yeah so I mean uh, which is fair enough listen you know the, but there isn't as many coming because the, that program itself the J1 visa program they've made it very difficult for them yeah, traveling that's what I heard to a certain point I understand it 
because I have just the application pro- process is more uh, rigorous, or I mean, it's more rigorous and they check up on them more. And basically, you cannot leave Ireland until you have job security here, which which is understandable. Which is understandable yeah. because I have witnessed things like over the years. Like I had a group of uh, I won't say kids, but uh, kids, no, they're kids uh, <laughs> that were here and they were from Kerry and, and they were they were in here they were eating here you know and we looked after them as best we could. But they kind of got, uh, they went to get, look in an apartment, they paid a deposit. Yeah. The guy didn't even own the apartment. <gasps> it was a scam and they were, they oh. paid them. These poor guys didn't have, oh, you know, uh, excuse them, but a pot to piss Yeah. Them. And, you know, all of a sudden, all they had was their plane ticket home. Oh, that's you so know? sad. And So they paid their first, their last, their and and deposit, the, and it's yeah, gone. Then, yeah. And apparently the guy was what after doing it. fucking asshole. The guy's after doing he's after doing it to four or five different groups. You know what I mean? Uh, so he's well gone. He's, you know. In Ohio. Did they catch him? <laughs> no. no. I mean, you know, so, you know, things like that. And it's all cash, right? So there's no money yeah, trail. No yeah. You know what I mean? These kids are coming out. That's awful. Um, <clears throat> we looked after them as best we could. But I've, I've seen that. And then and I've seen the other side of it too. I've seen the other side of it where people come, not just Irish, I'm not, I'm talking about across yeah. the board, that don't respect the apartments that they get. Gotcha. They're there for three months. They're yeah. there for six months. It's whatever. like a party. It's a three-month party. party. And yeah. it's gone. And holes in the wall. Six holes in the wall. My yeah. parents yeah. aren't here. I'm out by myself. You know, so yeah. you get that aspect mm-hmm. of it too. But... Um, 90% of what I've, I've experienced from being behind the bar, from being around this neighbourhood, is positive when it comes to the kids coming out from Ireland. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are here for the right reasons. They want to experience it. They want to have, play some hurling, play some football. I have, I'm the chairman of the local Limerick Hurling Club, where I do get a lot of emails over the year from you know, kids from Limerick that want to come play hurling. Yeah. And you know, we look after them as best we can. We bring as many as we can. The GA allows us to bring three. We try and bring six. <laughs> you know, bend the rules a little bit. Um, but uh, that's all. We might be bending rules, but that's all part of us trying to keep our right. national game yeah. alive here in New York. Yeah. Because the Irish community in New York is, has subsided, I believe. Like if you listen to stories, listen to songs like uh, New York, when New York was Irish, all these yeah. things. I mean, it just seems like it was more Irish back in the day. The police department was Irish. Yeah. The you know the publicans, pubs, bartenders, yeah. all that. You still have the bartenders to a certain degree. You still have the police department to a certain degree, but um, even over the last fifteen years, it has subsided quite a bit. Why do you think that is? People are just going to other countries. I heard a lot of Irish kids are going to Australia now. A it's lot easier to, to go there. Yeah, a lot go to Canada. Oh, okay. Um, um, Canadian visas are strict, but they're from what I can gather from speaking to people from Limerick that are up there that it's a lot more welcoming when yeah. you do get there you yeah. do the right thing yeah. they help you all the way yeah um, damn Canadians are so friendly yeah <laughs> good bacon too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright you mentioned hurling I don't know what that is can you explain how you play hurling what, what it, I know there's a stick involved there is a stick <laughs> Um, is it like hockey or no? It's a cross between lacrosse and yeah. hockey and murder. Ah! Yeah. You don't want to get a, in the way of that murder. ball when, when it's Yeah, hit I mean, it's, um, yeah. it's probably, it is the fastest field game in the world. Okay. Um, it's a game that has an unmerciful amount of skill attached to it. Um, there's already so much strength and speed will get you away with it. You still have to have the, yeah. the skill aspect of it. Um, is it like you, you're getting goals? That's the thing. Is goals like and a, points. Okay. Um, a goal, which is under the bar in the back of the net, past the goalkeeper, is worth okay. three points. A ball over the bar, um, between the uprights, is worth one point. Okay. Um, 
now you'll find there's as much skill as putting the ball over the bar as there is beating a goalkeeper because you're okay. putting the ball over from 65 yards. Jeez. You know? Um, we play all our hurling here in New York uh, in Gaelic Park. Yeah. Pretty rigorous? Are you tired at the end of a match? Is it... <laughs> I'm only standing on the sideline shouting. I'm not tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are there halves or yes, quarters of the there's game? There's two, two halves. Two halves, okay. Um, in general, the, the senior game which would be the, the highest grade of, yeah. of, of, of would be two 35 minute halves 35 uh, 35 minutes Shit. non-stop there's no, <laughs> there's no breaks there's no like okay in New York you'll get a water break because you know, we, we can be playing in 100 degree heat okay yeah. so and plus that turf pitch that we have here yeah. with the heat rebounds so Ew. you'll get you'll get water breaks there where you, know, yeah. you have to for safety right um, and we try and if in the event it was one team winning by a big score that we know is not going to come back. We may shorten the game. Okay. So um, mercy rule, yeah. Mercy rule. I've been. We've been on both sides of it. Yeah. Like we've been at where the other team has gotten a mercy <coughs> rule, and we've been on where we've got a mercy yeah, rule. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're a relatively young club. We're only three years old. Um, How's it going so far? So far, so good. We punched a little bit above our weight the first uh, year. Yeah. Um, we got to a semi-final, which was okay. very, you know, a major achievement. Yeah. Uh, the second year, we were brought back down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, this year, just gone, we got to the semi-final again. So we're getting stronger as the years go on. Um, When's the season? Like what month to what month? Um, you're looking at ro- kind of, you start getting serious about it in May mm-hmm. and then to... July start of August. So I guess we'll have to go okay. to our holly match. So you I, yeah, things, it's yeah. you know it's 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 a fun time, and in Gaelic Park there's never just one match. There's always going to be two or three going at the same time. Going, no, going one after the other. Okay, uh-huh. gotcha. So that like at least when you go, I think you pay ten bucks to get in. Oh, cool. At least it's inter- you're yeah. you're going to get a good day's entertainment. Yeah. Um, they are building um a new bar there. A new, oh, I've uh, been in that bar. It's yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's been it's coming down in two uh, two weeks, I believe. And they're building um, a state-of-the-art facility nice. for um, functions. That's training. where they have like the Yonkers Man of the Year, whatever that's called. Stan ran for it one yes, year. Yes, uh, to do the Bachelor of the Year. Bachelor of the Year, yeah. yeah. Um, Did you know that Stan was in that one year? No. <laughs> it's but pretty funny. Stan with his dicky bow. <laughs> yes. yes he was there. I had uh, a big pen that with Stan's face on oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I've been to Gaelic Park to watch... Uh, football, Gaelic football, had no idea what was going on. I was so confused. Yeah, Gaelic football is, is, is you know what, right recently, Gaelic football has taken a major dip in Ireland. Why? Um, I'm not, you know, I'm huh. sure people will disagree with me on this, but the standard of Ireland has gotten very strong, very, oh. has risen. Okay. Obviously, I'm a little biased this year because Limerick, where I'm from, won the All Ireland this year. Oh. Uh, for the first time in 45 years. That's amazing. Mm. Uh, 1973 was the last time. Um, we won it. And just for any hurling people that are listening, we are bringing the Limerick <laughs> hurling team out here to Yonkers. Oh, that's cool. Um, the Thursday before Thanksgiving, which I believe is the 15th of November. We can put that on okay. Um And you'll get a chance to meet the team, see the Lee McCarthy Cup, take some pictures. Oh, that's That's great. very cool. Um, I want to come. <laughs> it is in the Kilachandra room in Rory Dolan's, so it's local. And for any older folks listening, some of the 1973 All-Ireland team would be there as well. Wow, uh, also that's nice, a big deal. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a big uh, get-together. There's a committee of 20 of us um, that are putting it together. Uh, Do you have our, to pay to get in? It's a, going to be $30 at the door. Okay. Um, it's a cash bar. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's finger food. There's yeah. going to be auctions, raffles, there's music. Oh, this is going to be great. There's an MC, you know, that will be doing, you know, introducing. for any And for anybody that is just getting into it that might necessarily know what's going on. Yeah. 
it, everything will be explained. Just yeah. going to be consistent. So um, we're in the process of uh, generating sponsorship, and the money that we raise will be going to the Limerick County Board in Ireland for grassroots, so that nice. kids can you know uh, to make sure that the kids are getting an opportunity to play. That's um, awesome. Obviously, from a local perspective, we are also going to be doing something for the local club yeah. and for the local GAA. That's um, great. So that's, you know, obviously, huge. we'd only do all the hard work here and send the money all back out. Right. So we're, we're, we're you know, we're going to make it uh, a local thing as well. I feel like everybody that we talk to in this community has a, a tie back to their uh, hometown mm-hmm. or county back home. Very strong tie, so it's, yeah. It's pretty cool to see uh, you guys come over with that sense of community and then lend it to our community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like a lot of people with with the GAA, with, with, uh, obviously I'm more of a hurling person and I made a reference there to football. Um, The reason I said football was going down is just because it's the style of play is changing. And me personally, I think it's because it's been coached to younger guys and they come up through it and then that translates into the senior game. Um, But with hurling and football and GA in general, it's a sense of identity. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm from Limerick. I'm very proud to be from Limerick. I'm also very proud to live in New York and, yeah. and, and you know, very proud of the American side of things too. But with, I love wearing my Limerick shirt. Yeah. If Limerick are playing, I love wearing the Limerick jersey. I love, um, you know, to the point where not to them trying to advertise oh I'm from Limerick it's just it's a yeah. sense of identity yes. it's the same as as you wear a Yankee shirt yes. or, or yeah. a Jets shirt right. or right. a Cleveland Browns shirt right you know or anywhere you know what I mean it's yeah. just it's, it's what we use as our identity and on a bigger side of things then if you go I'm from Limerick which means I'm from Munster so then you expand it out again whereas a guy from Cork a guy from Waterford a guy from Kerry yeah We'd all, let's just say Limerick are knocked out of the All-Ireland Championships at home. All of a sudden I become I'm from Munster because now gotcha. if there's a Munster team and I'm going to support them. Right. Got it. Now I'm not going to get my whole heart of support so I'm not from right. it. But you, you, you kind of, it, it broadens a sense of community. So when that translates out here yeah. to a local community of Yonkers and, and, and Woodlawn in the Bronx, you'll see people start to band together from, in different bars, like here we have a good Mayo contingent. Yes. Okay. Uh, some are the same family, some are cousins, some are just the fact that they never knew each other at home, but they were wearing a Mayo jersey here yeah. one day. So they got speaking. All of a sudden, they become friends. So that's expanding the community. So, uh, you know, if that's all you get from wearing your jersey, it's working. Yeah. You know? I've heard that when I first moved to the neighborhood, that each bar had their own following, like a different county that makes in sense. Ireland. Because you, like, see, this the, is you the... see everybody wearing different jerseys yeah. on the street, yeah. and I'm thinking it's just a different football club. Right. What, it's really representing but their Was that county true that each bar kind of had it, their it, own it following? Was, it was more true maybe as we were talking about 10, 15 yeah. years ago, um, to a certain aspect, it's true, like I just mentioned there, that we do have um, Mayo. You know, Mayo contingent. Yeah. Now that, like there's not a big massive Limerick contingent here. Yeah. Because you know, we're more spread out over the whole city now. Okay. But like what I spoke about there going on with bringing the team out has brought a few of us together here. And yeah. now all of a sudden, this is where we're, where, where we're we going to meet up. Oh, we'll meet in Murray Yeah. So you get Perfect. that aspect of it. Like there's a bar up the street, um, like Offaly and Leitrim would be in, in Shannon okay. Clarks. Yeah. You know, gotcha. Uh, Fagans would have had the Tyrone right. contingent. Right. Um, you know, Ned Devines would have someone else. Uh, yeah. Um, like McKeown's, Tipperary. Yeah. You know, that's, that's if you had to pick a county to go with a bar, yeah. you would go Limerick, Mayo, Tipperary, Leitrim. You know. I think that's cool. Um, mm. Yeah, as I said, it, it, a lot of it is, 
again, as you said, when people come out, they're given a place to stay, or yeah. not to stay, they're given a place to go right. to meet people that will right. help you. The local. You're right. going to go to the people. First of all, you're coming to in a strange country, so you're yeah. going to go to try and meet somebody that at least you might know him personally, but at least right. you have some, you know, you have something in common. Right. You're both from Limerick. Right. You're both from Offaly. Yeah. You're both from Tip. You may have had the same school teachers growing up. You're going to know somebody. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I first came here, um, I stayed with a girl from my hometown, Sinead Maloney. I didn't really know Sinead, but I worked with her dad. Yeah. And, you know, she put me up for a couple of weeks till I got my feet. Well, she put me up for the week. I was supposed to be here. And then when I decided I was staying, <coughs> she was like, you know, as long as you need till you get and your feet. And that's so nice. And I met some guys that, um, actually guys from Offaly, believe it or not, that still are best friends to this day. Nice. Um, that I played in that game of rugby with. And, you know. Awesome. Here I am. Years I think later. that's why I love this neighborhood. It reminds me of the South, like so homey and people taking care of each other. At least in Louisiana, that's like the culture in Louisiana. Like you take care of one another. And when I moved here, I just always felt so comfortable. And a lot of my Irish friends would be amazed. They're like, "You okay?" So I'm like the one few black person in this area. And my friends would be like, you don't feel uncomfortable going in bars by yourself? Because I go into bars by myself and I say, hi, my name's Dana. Want to be my friend? So I'm like, no, I, that's just, I've never felt really? uncomfortable. Really? You? you do that? I've never felt uncomfortable no, in any of these bars. That's how I met her. Hi, bartender. My name's Dana. Well, I think, it, I think it's, that, it's that mutual journey of, you know, you move to a strange place. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You move to a yeah. strange place. You I know, just feel of... so comfortable at home in the Irish community though, like more than any other place I've ever been, it just, I feel welcomed immediately and I just love it. And like Pete said before, like the Irish are very like hardworking and probably nothing's gonna keep them down. I feel like that's also Louisianians, you know? It's like, mm. we're hardworking people. Like no matter what you do to us, we're gonna keep bouncing back, we're resilient. And I feel like I feel that in this community as well. I just feel like I'm with Louisianians when I'm in the neighborhood. I don't know. It's yeah. just I love being in this neighborhood, and they welcomed me, and I love it. And it it's is, the same it kind is. of culture too. Like eat, drink, be merry. I think that's what it is. Like yeah. Louisiana is all about good food, good drinks, hanging out, and the Irish is the same way. So I think yeah. that's what it is. Like oh, this feels like home. You I, just don't I know call this. a good time the crack. Yes, I've gotten in trouble for that in the past. With people. I worked in um, I worked I, I worked in a bar in um What are you selling dope in this place? Yeah, I worked in a bar in Scarsdale in two thousand and seven. And my very first night uh, I had Trey in there and my very first night uh, no one had told me it was a big cop hangout. Okay. In my oh no <laughs> Scarsdale police this and that. So um my very first night behind the bar, like uh, on the schedule, you know, I'm talking away and I'm trying to make an impression. So oh, you made I'm, one. <laughs> yeah, so I'm talking about this guy who I'll say is still a friend of mine to this day, but and he says to me, "Oh, hey, I'm Mike." And I say, hey, "So, Mike, any crack?" <laughs> All right. To the listeners, explain what that means. What did you mean when you said any crack? It's you know any fun, anything yeah. going on. You know, yeah. you know, it's it's just a kind of a. If you look at any Irish bar, if you go to Ireland, and you will see over every bar is crack August Kiole, oh. which means fun and music. Got it. Okay. Uh, so C R A I C. Yeah. And there's like four different ways. There's like four or five yeah. different ways for you to ask, you know, yeah. what's oh, the yeah. crack? Uh, Any yeah. crack. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. You love yeah. the crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so this guy just took a step back and looked at me and I was like, and thank God there was someone sitting at the bar <laughs> that had knew <laughs> what I actually meant. And he explained it and I was like, he was like, yeah, you might want to change the way you say it. 
and it's only then I found out after 12 people sitting at the bar 11 of them were NYPD cops oh, oh my god shit. that could have ended yeah. miserably yeah. it could have yeah but um, you know it actually set it up because it was a bit of fun then and then you know of course probably became time, a thing after it that it became a thing after that and was, well Pete what's the crack <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, we were at a benefit last week, and uh, the father of his uh, his son passed away in a hit and run here in the neighborhood. And he comes back. It's a repatriation. Oh, uh, Kevin Kevin Bell. Yeah. Yes, 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 Kevin yes. Bell. So, uh, Mr. Bell uh, said in his speech that his son loved the crack. And, and I, uh, I was like in my head, like only in an you know, Irish the, American neighborhood. There, there was some, that? there was some, you know, there was some uh, Americans in the crowd that were like, Jesus, like, why are you publicizing that about your son? It's like he loved. Uh, his time oh, he here. loved the crack. I was like, oh. He loved his time here in America um, <laughs> that he shared with his friends back from back home, his new American friends, and uh, just loved to have a good time. That's yeah. what his father meant by that. Right. Absolutely. But it, it just sounded. But any other place, yeah. they'd be like, yeah, what? The, uh, but in this neighborhood, yeah. you're like, you know what he meant. Yeah. Colin, I believe, is his dad's name. Yeah. 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 Great people. Very, nice people. Very I, nice met him, I met him at, at, at the time that, when that happened. Actually, it was very sad, obviously, oh, wow. in the whole neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, to turn tragedy into something positive, yes. you know, they did a fantastic job and they have helped a lot of people yeah. in this neighborhood. Yeah. They've helped they hope a lot Patrick. of people globally. Globally, as well. yes, globally. Yeah. And the way, uh, you know, his father went into how many total families they have helped um, from yeah. uh, Irish people that have passed away yeah. abroad, overseas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they've helped but those families uh, ship their loved ones' bodies back home. So yeah, that uh, Kevin thing. Bell Repatriation Fund is is a great cause uh, that you guys, are all our listeners, can look into. Yeah, we'll put it on our Instagram. Yeah, Pete, any Oops. specials you want to push? Any events going What's on? What's coming up here at Moriarty's? Um, well, obviously this time of year we're in football season. Um, so you know Monday night football. Um, trying to recreate it, I guess. Because Monday Night Football used to be maybe my fa- favorite night yeah. to go out. It seems to have been a, bit, been a bit lost in the neighborhood ever since you know regular television picked up the Monday Night Football. All this yeah. and didn't have to go out. So we do our wing specials, 50 Cent Wings. Nice. Um, from the start of the game until the kitchen closes at uh, 10 p.m. Nice. Um, Thursday Night Football, do the same thing. Then you also have your beer specials, uh, $4 Bud Lights, $4 uh, Shop Tops. Um yeah, you can have four dollar four dollar founders if you want. I mean, uh, <laughs> you heard it here, people. Uh, <laughs> Just get go, it. go straight up to Pete and whisper to him if you want a four dollar uh, <laughs> founders session. Re- reference this podcast. And ask him where the crack is. <laughs> yeah, not, we're not selling anymore. Of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, br- uh, brunch on Saturday and Sunday, um, which I believe you're going to experience now shortly. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> runs from ten a.m. Uh, to roughly two p.m. and then dinner takes over. But our Irish breakfast is available all day. Nice. Once our kitchen's open, our Irish breakfast is available. Um, I'm sure you'll agree once you have it that our chef, Ralph, does a fantastic job. Nice. Um, Do you have a late night menu or does it shut the kitchen shut down? Kitchen shuts night? at 10 o'clock. Okay. Um, Monday through Thursday. It's open till 11, Friday and Saturday. Okay. And then Sunday. Um, Sunday we play per year. It, it's yeah. supposed to be 10 o'clock, but you know what? Yeah. If there's asses on seats. Yeah, you'll feed them. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Oh, well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. I'm sure you're busy. You have a lot of stuff to do. Um, come drink here, people. It's a great bar. It's a great crack. It's one of my favorites <laughs> on the avenue. <laughs> um, if you're thirsty for more, please subscribe to the podcast. Jim, where can they find us? You guys can find us on your smartphone, any of the podcast apps, uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, Breaker, uh, anywhere you listen to your uh, – or you know what? Just listen to our podcast. You can find us 
Search for us online. We we recorded through an app called Anchor, and we were so thankful to the people for creating this app because it distributes our podcast out there so that you great people can listen to it. Pete, once again, thank you so thank much. You so we greatly much, appreciate uh, your presence on the podcast today, and we look forward to uh, brunch. To <laughs> eating brunch right now, and uh, quite possibly having a pint of the good stuff. So we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.